Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with me, Lance Stacey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victorious Leader Monty Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope and pray that it is a blessing to you and for you. And I hope and pray that whatever it is that you need to receive from the Lord on today, that you are able to receive it. I hope and pray um, that tuning in and listening in that you are able to receive it. Hey, if you need uh, some extra some extra um, work to do or anything like that, then I encourage you to take a uh, take a, a stab at Lynn Stacy Studios and contact me, lynnstacystudios at gmail.com um, to see what opportunities are available to you and to see if Lynn, Lynn Stacy Studios and the Victoriously Anointed Podcast is something that you would like to grow with, um, whether that's if you are in sales or if you do production work or anything like that, then I encourage you to um, give me a holler. If you know anybody um, that's interested in growth or if you're just like, I want to be able to uh, uh, brush up on my skills, add something to your resume, then by all means, I encourage you to um, become a part of Lynn Stacy Studios and the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. Just putting it out there for any listeners that's listening and know you don't have to be in the Arkansas area. Um, we can converse over the internet thanks to um, applications like Zoom and Google Hangouts and different things like that. And so um, I just want to put that out there if you're interested in um, joining me on my journey, on my journey of faith. I'm really excited about what God is doing and what God has done in my life and encouraging other people to become a part of it, encouraging other people to become a part of it. So today we're going to talk about trusting God in an unfamiliar place. And I'm not just talking about a physical place. I'm talking about a place in your life. Maybe it's unfamiliar to you, a place that you've never been in. I'm pretty sure if you walk with God long enough, um, sometimes he pushes you into unfamiliar places. Um, He pushes you into uh, just unfamiliar places that you aren't uh, used to, unfamiliar territories, whether that's physical locations like Joseph was pushing to an unfamiliar place, both physically in in position, um, or if you were just pushed into an unfamiliar place, like maybe Solomon was, he was a child when he stepped into the position of king. And so um, I encourage you uh, to just uh, listen in and tune in today today's episode. And um, I'm going to go ahead and um, do the affirmation for today. I was thinking about, well, maybe I shouldn't do it because I still haven't updated it yet, y'all, uh, which is why I'm asking um, if anyone is interested in becoming a part of the Victoria's Anointed Podcast. It's a lot to uh, carry just doing everything. Um, I encourage you to please become a part or just if you know someone, um, tell them to give me a holler. I'm on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Lynn Stacy Studios. And you can also email me, lynnstacystudios at gmail.com. And I'm going to go ahead and play today's affirmation. Hey, that is today's affirmation. If you have been following me for the last couple of weeks, then you know that um, the affirmation has been on for the last couple of weeks. And um, 
sometimes I do it for a week. Sometimes I do it two weeks. Sometimes I do it a month. Um, I first started doing the affirmations when I was just audio podcast. And so uh, audio and a little bit of video, not a whole lot. But um, I believe it's so important for us to be able to speak life over ourselves um, and speak the word of God over ourselves and um, different things like that. And so um, just to kind of encourage and motivate your heart, um, we walk by faith and not by sight. And sometimes you have to speak life over yourself. I receive that I am changed. I receive that I have the ability to go forward. I receive that God is working in me. I receive that um, he is the author and the finisher of my faith. I receive that I am a child of the most high God. I receive that um, I am called to purpose. I am called to destiny. I am called to do the things and the works of the Lord that he needs me to do. I receive that I have been predestined in Christ Jesus for good works. Uh, just speaking life over ourselves and different things like that. And the best way to do that is to learn the word of God. When you learn the word of God, you can begin to speak that word over yourself and believe it for yourself and um, walk in it by faith. Receive the fact that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And because I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, then that means that I can go forth and fulfill whatever purpose and whatever destiny the Lord has called me to, even if I find myself in an unfamiliar place. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that on today. Uh, trusting God in an unfamiliar thing, in an unfamiliar place. Um, and so um, I looked at the definition of unfamiliar and I found some definitions and then I kind of just come, came up with my own too. Um, it's not that much, but um, it's not the norm, not something that you're accustomed to. Um, it's not familiar territory. Um, and sometimes we feel like, you know what, I thrive in familiar territory. But what happens when you're called to go to an, do an unfamiliar thing? Abraham was called uh, to get up uh, from his uh, his place of residence and um, away from his family and kinfolk and go to a land that God was going to show him. So just traveling on the journey was unfamiliar, um, having to trust that God was going to land him directly where he needed to be and the place that he needed to be. Um, trusting God through the process of everything. And so that's what we have to learn to do. When God calls us to an unfamiliar place and to do an unfamiliar thing, then we have to trust God through that process. Um, and so um, if I have learned anything about God, I'm just kind of going to read my notes a little bit. I have learned that he loves to do things outside of the familiar. He breaks out familiar cycles and what we are accustomed to in order so that his will might be done. Greater than our rules is what he wills to be so out of his undying love for humanity, out of his undying love for humanity. And so I'm going to go through just different Bible stories um, and that you can go back and you can look up in your spare time um, that kind of uh, talk a little bit about just being called to an unfamiliar thing or being in an unfamiliar in, 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 a, in an unfamiliar place, uh, just called to just do something different um, outside of the norm. And we're going to um, discover just how um just discover uh, how God does that and different things like that. And so I'm going to start with this uh, prophetess and a judge by the name of Deborah. Uh, you can find her in the Old Testament in the book of Judges. Um, and um, Deborah was a judge and a prophetess um, existing when these were outside of the norm for women. So why is that being called to an unfamiliar thing in an unfamiliar place? And um, why does she have to trust God in the midst of that? Well, one, she's a woman. And so if you know anything about the Old Testament in the day and time that uh, Deborah existed, and different things like that. This was not something that was typical of a woman. Uh, women had limited rights. Uh, and, uh, and especially when it came to just walking in authority and different things like that, you really usually found that um, in a place where men ab abided. And so uh, the fact that she was called to speak directly as God's mouthpiece was something that was different uh, for her being a woman. So she was existing when these uh, roles were set aside for men. 
And so uh, um, that just lets me know that God can call anybody at any time that he so wills and chooses to be so. And I don't know why she was called. I don't know if God couldn't find the right heart and he, her heart just lined up in the right place. And God was like, I got to call her because I know that she's going to speak what I need her to speak. I don't know why she was called, but she was called to this thing. And something that I read um, the other day and I was like, I never really know, paid attention to it was the fact not only was she a, a judge and a prophetess, but she was also she was also somebody's wife. And so uh, he also had to be in in alignment with the will of God uh, for her life because she was called to something that was unfamiliar to um, two women in this day and time. Um, and so it is found in the book of Judges and she addressed uh, uh, she addressed the, the leader of the army by the name of Barak. Um, and he he said, go. And you could tell how women, the, the people respected her. I'm sorry, you guys, I'm stumbling over my words, but I'm trying to get them out. How the people respected her, because when she called for Barak, who was the leader of um, Israel army, he came and she said did not the lord instruct you to go forth in battle um to go forward and forth in battle. And he said that uh, he won't go unless she went with him. And uh, she was uh, she was a servant enough to be able to go with him so that um, everyone can be brought into a state of victory. And so thank God that she was able and willing to step into position in spite of the fact that it was unfamiliar to her. We don't get the whole background story of how she got called. We don't get the whole background story of why she was called. We don't get the whole background story of just um, her life beforehand and, and how she had to go through the processing and different things like that. But what we do see and what we do know is that she took her job seriously and that she spoke on behalf of God um, and she did what he wanted her to do. And so we see that from just the story of that that story of Barack. And um, we see how the people respond to her um, when she um, began to just call for him. Um, that shows that she had built up a level of respect um, with the uh, with the people. And so um, the thing about it is we don't get to see how she built up their respect. I imagine just constantly standing on what God has said. And when you find yourself in an unfamiliar place, place. When you find yourself in unfamiliar territory, um, sometimes it's just a matter of, I got to stand on what God said until my life demands, uh, until my life demands what God has called me to. And so uh, when people begin to respect that, not respect you for the, not only respect you, but respect the fact that God was the one that did the calling. Um, and he knows best. He knows best. And I believe it's also important uh, for us to see that and to know that because uh, there are some people who don't believe that women are, can be a mouthpiece for God. But I'm telling you right now um, that just the fact that God did this, I believe he put that in there on purpose because he knew that there was going to come a time uh, when he was going to be calling women um, up to be his mouthpiece. He's, he knew that there was going to be a time when he was calling women to begin to open up their mouths and begin to speak. Um, and so and he put that in there in an unfamiliar time and an unfamiliar place. And I believe that that's that's something that uh, that's a blessing. That's a blessing for us to be able to see that. And now we have the John the Baptist. Let's go to the New Testament. Uh, John the Baptist. Uh, and the thing about this is he was called to do an unfamiliar thing, you guys. They weren't being baptized at first. <laughs> they were not being baptized, but he was paving the way for Jesus. And so can you imagine when he first decided, you know what, uh, you got to be baptized. And they were, uh, they were they were going in the water and different things like that. He was uh, he was he was helping to birth something new because something new was getting ready to come. Something new was getting ready to form. And so you don't you never know why God is calling you to that unfamiliar place and that unfamiliar 
unfamiliar thing and how impactful it is to the mission and the body of Christ, to the mission of God, to the um, for the purpose of the kingdom building. Um, you never know really the impact uh, until God allows the story to unfold, until God allows the, the thing to be done, to be uh, to happen and to be so. And we're still baptizing today. Um, and so it's so important for us to understand and recognize and to know that sometimes God will cause us to do unfamiliar things at an unfamiliar time. Awesomeness. Okay. So I had to take a little pause there to get my laptop um, up and situated in the way that it's supposed to be. Um, and so we're talking about John the Baptist. Um, John the Baptist was called to, to do some um, baptizing. Um, he was paving the way for Jesus Christ. Um, and it's amazing to me because um, I never really just looked at this passage as something that was just, oh, he was called to do an unfamiliar thing. He was. He was called to do a very unfamiliar thing um, because, you know, they in the Old Testament, we see where um, the priests made atonement for the people's sin but so much thing so many things had occurred since then um when jesus i believe it was like 400 years later from the um when the new old the old testament and the new testament and so it's uh, so important for us to understand years had went by and different things like that and um god was birthed in a new revelation um and so and john the baptist had to be willing had to be willing to um uh, to do this and knew and had to stand on um what god had spoke to his heart concerning just what his purpose was us for. Um, and so he was called to baptize and prepare the way for Jesus. Uh, so baptism was a new thing. It was a new thing. Um, but uh, Jesus went and he uh, was baptized by John the Baptist. And uh, John the Baptist said, I have need to be baptized by you. And he said, so the will of Christ can be fulfilled. And so it's so important for us to even recognize and realize that not only do we have to fulfill the will of God in our lives and what we were purposed and destined to do, Jesus Christ himself fulfilled it. He was our perfect example. And he was the, he's the next person on my list that was called to do an unfamiliar thing. He was in an unfamiliar place, y'all. He was God manifested in the flesh. And so uh, uh, he was he he we was out there doing miracles. Uh, he, his whole life was about saving humanity and and mankind. It was just a new wave of anointing uh, uh, in a kingdom operation. A new wave of anointing and kingdom operation. Um, he was getting us prepared to get something started called the church. <laughs> he was getting us prepared, and they wouldn't call the church then. They were just disciples of, of Jesus Christ and different things like that. Um, it, but it was uh it was something that Jesus was birthing in the earth. It was something that was new that he was birthing in the earth. They hadn't seen anybody cast out demons before. <laughs> he was in there walking in authority and walking in power, and he was walking in anointing uh, uh that they didn't recognize but it was God in the flesh made manifest in the flesh it says in the beginning was the word the word was with God and the word was God and if you read further down in John it says and the word became flesh and dwelt among us um and so it's so important for us to understand and recognize that Jesus is God in the flesh and so uh, uh it's so important for us to understand and recognize that uh, Mary um his mom did a, was called to an unfamiliar thing the Holy Spirit impregnated her um so that uh Jesus Christ could be born our risen savior could be born. Um, and the Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah in the uh, Old Testament testifies and said, and they should call his name. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And they should call his name. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, the prince of peace. 
And so it's so important for us to understand um, these people, they were called to do unfamiliar things. Um, they were called to an unfamiliar place in their lives. Uh, uh, and, and everybody around them had to deal with that unfamiliar thing, too, because I would say if, uh, everybody that came into contact with Jesus was affected by um, his ministry and just hearing about it. I'm pretty sure and hearing, hearing tell of it and just different things like that. And so um, they were experiencing something that was unfamiliar. <laughs> um, and so and Jesus had to walk in that power in authority um, being here on earth. Um, and so and then he called his disciples. His, he called his disciples to unfamiliar things too. He gave Peter the keys, uh, the keys to loosen to bind. He said, upon this rock, I shall build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so <laughs> he said he established something unheard of called the church, um, which ushered in a new wave of just allowing the Gentiles to be able to um, adopt it into the salvation. Um, and what does that mean by uh, the Gentiles? Those are people who were not Jews um, that didn't have access access to God like the Jews had. And God opened up the door um, using his um, disciple known as Peter to be able to do it. And he had to, after Jesus Christ had ascended into heaven, it was so important for Peter to finish carrying that out, the thing that Jesus needed him to do. You will find Peter in the book of Acts on the rooftop and um, he was, uh, and, and God was um, giving him a vision about the swine and the pig, the pigs. And uh, uh, Jesus told him, don't call, Peter called the thought that called, was thinking him unclean. And he said, call nothing that I have clean unclean. And so uh, God was still dealing with him even then to operate within that unfamiliar thing. You go to uh, just read just different stories about the disciples and the apostles, the apostle Paul. Uh, the apostle Paul was trying to stick with the normal thing that he knew about, which is why he was persecu persecuting the church um, and trying to get rid of the people that carried and bared the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, but uh, he had an unfamiliar encounter uh, with um, the Savior um, and he was blinded for three days uh, just so God can deal with with him concerning um, the fact that I need my, my name will not go down. This name will not go down. Um, and I would rather you be working for me than to be working on the other side. And so uh, I believe Apostle Paul thought he was doing the correct thing, but God had to show him this is the right thing for us to do because we need to usher in the newness, um, the newness. And so uh, uh, given just revelation, if you go back to the book of Samuel, I'm just getting so excited about talking about the word of God. If you go back to the book of Samuel, um, you will find that um, it it tells us that before Samuel came into being, there wasn't much revelation going on. And so God was giving, pouring out a new revelation um, on Samuel. And the reason why I'm giving this example is because uh, God has, he has a manner, a fresh manner, a fresh word, a fresh revelation from heaven. And sometimes it's because of just the we seeking for the heart um, with the heart, the, the desires of the heart of the people um, to be able to give that fresh revelation to. He has fresh revelation for us in this time. On, to, on today. Um, he has, he's, he's, he's birthing new things. He's birthing a new thing. He's birthing a new thing in the church, even on today with it being in the end time. We got to get ready, y'all. We getting us ready. He getting us ready. Um, a separation going on. He's getting us ready for um, his return, his return. Um, and so just being called to an unfamiliar thing. And so I would encourage you, if God is calling you to do it into an unfamiliar place in your life, you're not the first one that he has called to an unfamiliar place. Um, you're not the, you're not going to be the last one. He's going to call to an unfamiliar place. The thing about it is, is walk 
walking in obedience to what God has said and being willing to carry it out and to do it. Thank God for the people who are willing to carry out and do the will of the Lord. Um, and so it's so important for us to understand and recognize, don't be afraid to do the unfamiliar thing. Don't be afraid to abide in the unfamiliar place. Don't be afraid of it because uh, if the Lord has called you to it, uh, he'll be able to be able to birth it out of you. He'll be able to spring it forth. It is not just for you. It's not just for the purpose of glorifying you. No, baby, no. It's for glorifying God. It's for kingdom building. Uh, for it's, it's to attach to a lasting legacy um, that will continue on throughout generations. Long after the earth has passed away, heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will not return to him void until it accomplishes exactly what it is that he was sent out to do. And so it's so important for us as the body of Christ, as the body of believers to carry out God's will, to carry out the word of God, um, to carry out, to pray, to seek his face um, so that you can know exactly what it is that he's calling you to do, what he's purposing you to do, what he's um, putting your destiny, what he's wrote in the plans for your life. Behold, I know the plans that I have for you, said the Lord, plans to establish you and to give you an expected end. And so it's so important for us to understand that um, the Lord has called us to do different things in the earth. He has called us as a people of God. Uh, he didn't just save us for no reason. He saved us with an intent and a purpose. Uh, go out into the hedges and the highways and compel men to come. Uh, he wants us to be witnesses of him um, in the earthly realm. He wants us to testify of his grace. He wants us to testify of his goodness. He wants us to be witnesses. He wants us to be bold as lions, uh, but gentle as a dove. Uh, he, he wants us to be wise as serpents. Uh, uh, that's where it's wise as serpents, but gentle as a dove. He wants us to be meek like sheep. Uh, uh, he tells us the characteristics that he wants us to abide and walk in. He wants us to carry the fruit of the spirit, uh, that love, the joy, the peace, the, the meekness, the, the, the temperance. He wants us to carry that uh, uh, in the earthly realm because all those things testify of his glory. All those things testify of his existence. All those things testify of his goodness. All those things help us to be lights in the world and we're called to be light. Uh, we're called to allow our lights to shine. Uh, we got to forgive y'all. We got to walk in, in peace. We got to walk in love. Uh, we got to receive forgiveness. Uh, we can't be holding grudges against each other because we are we are called to unity. We are called to unity. Uh, behold how good it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Behold how good it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And the way we unify is through the spirit of God, through the Holy Spirit. We unify through his body. Um, that is how we unify we unify through the word, the word of God. And it's him that gives the understanding. It's him that gives the wisdom. We have to seek him, seek him while he may be found, call upon him while he is near. It is so important for us to understand and recognize that sometimes even in this season, that there are some things that God is going, some um, people that he is going to call to an unfamiliar place um, and to an unfamiliar thing. And in order for us to recognize God, because let me tell you something, everybody didn't recognize Jesus um, as being from God. In order for us to recognize God, we have to be discerning. We have to be discerning. We have to discern God's presence. It, it's, a, it's a sin not to be discerning and you're a Christian. And how do you get into the atmosphere of being able to discern? You gotta, you gotta let that spirit abide within you, the Holy Spirit abide within you. It's him that discerns through us. You gotta allow him to operate. You gotta 
feed the, yourself the word. You got to hear the word of God. You got to pray. You got to ask the Lord, Lord God, uh, 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 let me hear you. Lord God, let me see you. Lord God, let me know that it's you. Lord God, uh, uh, help me. You got to be able to learn the voice of God. And when you are beginning to learn the voice of God, that means you're seeking after it. Uh, you're seeking after it. And trust me, God knows when you're truly seeking after his voice. He, he truly knows when you're seeking um, to be able to hear exactly what it is that he's saying. Uh, you can't fool or trick God. <laughs> sometimes we try to make excuses as to why we're not doing and different things like that. And sometimes God be talking to us and we don't want to admit that uh, uh, I just don't feel like doing what God telling me to do. And we don't want to admit that uh, sometimes sometimes uh, we just don't want to hear. Uh, and it's so important for us. Don't this is the, the, the commandment, the greatest commandment. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And we got to be able to hear God, hear him, hear him, hear him. Let me tell you something. Uh, you can't get into heaven being dull of hearing. Uh, you can't get into heaven because you're going to have to have faith. Uh, we see heaven be, be by faith. We receive Jesus by faith. Uh, we walk in faith. We talk in faith. We believe in faith. And so it's so important for us to be able to recognize the new things, the unfamiliar things that God has um, going on in the earthly realm, um, preparing us for his coming. The Lord is coming. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Whether you're ready or not, he is coming. He is soon to return. You can see the signs of the time lining up. Uh, more people are beginning to express and talk about it. And it's so important for us to understand and recognize that if God is sending warning, if God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh, if he's he's um, ready to uh, get people saved, I'm telling you right now, he's coming. He's trying to save. He wants us to be uh, witnesses for him so that he can pull in as many souls as possible into the body of Christ. And it's up to us to be his, to be his hands and his feet to speak the things um, that are necessary. And it's so important for as you go out to be a witness, don't take, don't go out there without Christ. <laughs> don't go out there without Christ. <laughs> How do you go out there with Christ? Make sure you have your armor on. Make sure you have your armor on, okay? <laughs> don't just go out there um, all open and different things like that. Makes sense. Somebody swaying you over and they're just kind of like, nah, baby, you got to go out there with armor on. You got to you gotta go out there. You got to know the word of God. You got to, it says, study to show thyself, approve unto God, the book of Timothy. A workman need not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth you got to get into that word you got to study that word you got to be you got to be a student of it uh don't be studying your career more than you study that word um <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna put it like that. I'm just kind of like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's nothing wrong with knowing the knowledge of your career and different things like that. What I am saying is don't make it more important than what your first assignment is. And that is just to be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's what I'm saying. We'll put it a little bit more simpler, y'all. <laughs> I'll put it more simpler. Um, and so what is that? That requires sometimes you got to go to Sunday school. Sometimes you got to, you got to pray. You know, let me tell you something. You cannot be a Christian and not pray. You cannot. It just is impossible. It's impossible to know what God is saying to you and you don't pray <laughs> and you don't pray and you don't pray. You mean you don't go and have a board meeting room meeting with Jesus Christ. You tell me and you know what he's saying. You know what he's doing. You got to go. You got to pray. And then when you pray, you got to make sure that you're how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach unless he be sent? It's so important for you to understand and recognize. Uh, and he tells us that there's going to be false teachers and preachers and different things like that. The Holy Spirit will help you discern even that when something ain't right. But you got to know your word. You got to know your word. You got to know what God is saying. You got to be able to recognize and discern God. And how do you recognize and discern God? You got to spend some time with him. You got to spend some time with him. And you spend time with him in prayer. Uh, 
uh, don't forsake prayer. The Lord tells us we ought to pray without ceasing, meaning don't don't forsake don't, don't forsake prayer. Uh, prayer is what you need in order to be connected to God. You got to go talk to Him. Uh, you you got to pour out sincerity from your heart. Uh, and sometimes when you can't do that, you got to tell Him, confess that stuff to Him. And sometimes it tells us to confess our faults one to another. Uh, uh, it's so important for us to be able to be connected and unified in the body of Christ. Uh, there will be no divisions in the body of um, Christ. There will be no divisions. Um, and so a house divided against itself, we're not standing. We're standing on the everlasting body. And so um, that's all I wanted to kind of um, pull out and say we're unified through the Holy Spirit. We're unified through the spirit of Jesus Christ. Um, and so um, when I decided I'm going to receive Jesus into my heart, um, when I decided that I, when I decided that I was going to receive Jesus into my heart, I became attached to his body. Um, and so it's up for me to it's up to me. It's up to me to make the decision to stay connected. Um, and how do I stay connected? I First of all, I pray for strength from God, <laughs> recognizing that I can't do it of my own accord, but I can do it with the Holy Spirit abiding within me. I hope and pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you. And I hope and pray that you will trust God. If you find yourself in an unfamiliar place, if you found yourself being called to an unfamiliar thing that's unfamiliar to you, maybe you've seen somebody else do it, but it's it's unfamiliar for you. You you ain't, and ain't nobody in your family ever been to college before, but you're called to go to college and nobody in your family um has uh ever built a church before but god is calling you to do it and nobody in your family uh um ever done this or done that ain't nobody in your family ever made it to the uh, um uh had an album out and it will you'll be a famous uh, singer or anything like that but you've been called to do it Whatever you have been called to do, whatever that unfamiliar thing is, I encourage you to do it. The kingdom of God uh, relies on your support and relies on the purpose that God has placed within you. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your uh, just your almighty power, God. Thank you, Father God, for the unfamiliar things, Lord God, that you have called us to, Lord God. Give us hearts and a desire to want to fulfill, Lord God, your purpose and your will in our lives, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for returning our zeal. Lord God, filling us up with joy, Lord God, to be able to serve for you, Lord God. Thank you for calling us to be servants, Lord God. Bless and prepare our hearts and our minds, Lord God, to receive you, Lord God, as our author and our finisher. You are the great father and there was none like you in all the earth. We bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I pray that you would go forward and be blessed. Hello, everyone. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If it's been a blessing to you, remember to like, subscribe, and share the page. You can follow me at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook.